Welcome back, y'all, to the Caffeinated Chat. I'm your host, John Medic, and this is a show where we sit back, where we relax, where we listen to this wonderful podcast, where we enjoy our nice hot cup of coffee, cold cup of coffee, pre-workout, energy drink, monster Red Bull. I mean, that falls under that category, but (laughs) anything you guys want to wake you up on this fine morning. Maybe it's not a fine morning. Maybe it's raining. I don't know, but wake you up on this morning. You, You get the point. Uh, This week is episode 13. Uh, We're going to be talking about what I'm drinking, as always. Always start the show off like that. My new microphone, which hopefully comes in today. Uh, We're going to talk about a 100-year-old postcard from Michigan that someone just received. 100 years old. Uh, Philly's pitcher and a story that you would honestly not even believe, as the coach said. Uh, Go Phillies. Uh, (laughs) And also, we're going to be talking about uh, Louis Vuitton face shield. Yeah, I, 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 when I saw that, I was like, are you kidding me? Um, but hopefully you guys can relax and enjoy this podcast. Like I said, uh, episode 13, let's roll the intro music. Welcome back, everybody, to the Caffeinated Chat, episode 13, the big old one, three. Today's actually my sister's birthday, September 13th. Shout out to Caitlin. Uh, happy birthday. Um, but yeah, this week we're going to be touching on a few random articles and topics that I have found interesting in the past week that have popped up on the news uh, that obviously aren't political or anything of that nature, because we don't do that here, right? No, we don't do that. Um, but yeah, this week I am drinking a uh, just a normal Starbucks cold brew that I made with my uh, French press. Leave that overnight. My sister Caitlin actually loves it, so she's been drinking it too. It's great. If you just put it in the French press, let it sit to 12 to 18 hours, um, you can get a really nice cup of cold brew. Um, and then it's pumpkin spice seasoning, y'all. So, of course, we have pumpkin spice creamer. Been using that a lot. It's very good. Very good stuff. Uh, it's... You can't beat a good pumpkin spice. They call it pumpkin pie creamer because I guess pumpkin spice is trademarked. Um, then I don't know. Definitely get your hands on it. It's good. It almost has the... I think this is the uh, the light creamer, I believe. Uh, it almost has the taste of Starbucks pumpkin spice, but without the real pumpkin. Obviously, they can't put that in the real creamer thing. Um, but it's really good. Definitely check it out. Go enjoy it. Uh, love cold brew. Even as it's getting colder, which God bless, it's finally getting colder. Um, go go enjoy some cold brew. Cold brew is good all season. I don't care if it's winter. I don't care if it's fall. Love cold brew, especially when it's done right. Uh, but, you know, in the winter, definitely like my hot, my hot coffee too. But um, yeah, definitely go check it out. Check out that pumpkin spice. Uh, love that stuff. And next week, we actually might have a cool uh, edible version of caffeine. Uh, it's coming in the mail. I'm very excited to try it. I'm very excited to tell you guys about it. I think it's an awesome concept, but tune in to episode 14 and you can hear more about that. Should be episode 14. I think it'll be coming in this week. But honestly, you never know with the whole USPS and the UPS and the FedEx. We, Who knows when you're getting your packages anymore? Like, I don't know. On that point, uh, my microphone's supposed to be coming in later today. Um, I don't have it in time, obviously, for this podcast. My iPad's still doing pretty good with recording the audio for the podcast. Um, yeah, it should be coming in. It's a really nice uh, Yeti Blue, Blue Yeti, whatever you want to call it, Yeti Blue microphone. 
Uh, it's the Blackout Edition, it's beautiful. I'm also getting a whole new desk so I can set up two monitors for my PC. Uh, it's gonna be an L-shaped desk, so it'll come from like here over to about here. So the setup might change to over there, you guys might be. Don't know yet, that's coming in next week though. Hopefully that'll be nice because then I can have a lot more room for my PC. Yeah, the new mic's coming in. It sounds like it's an amazing mic. Uh, I didn't go cheap because I want this podcast to sound good. I also use it for gaming, Zoom calls, you know, all the online schooling stuff, which we all love. I'm not being sarcastic. I actually love it. <laughs> I get to do a lot more easier online work compared to what it would be in class. Like my one class, he said he's not going to do any derivatives or anything because that's too hard to teach through online. So I'm like, we love that. We love that. All you college kids now, come on. Uh, yeah, so a new mic should be coming tomorrow, but uh, let's move on to our first article. Uh, get this episode fully started, even though we rolled the intro music, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, there was a hundred year old postcard that was sent through, uh, and it came through Michigan into Michigan. It was dated from a hundred years ago, I believe. Sorry if I'm looking down again at YouTube, uh, looking at the article. Yeah, so the uh, title of the article is, A Postcard Arrived in Michigan Almost 100 Years After It Went in the Mail. Michigan woman got quite a surprise when she went to her mailbox this week. Among, 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 <laughs> among her regular bills and junk mail was a postcard that had been mailed and dated 100 years ago. Uh, it's a, I'll put up a, a little photo of it. I'm going to put it here. I still don't know this whole editing thing, so if it's not here on the YouTube video, uh, it'll be here. Yeah, I, I, I want to put it there, though. See how my editing skills are. <laughs> it's a really cool postcard uh, for the podcast listeners. It's really, really old. It's got a George Washington stamp on it. Um, and, yeah, she got quite a surprise, it says, when she arrived, when she went to her mailbox and opened this postcard in her mail. Like I said, amongst the bills and stuff, because nobody really likes looking at mail. So it's usually bills and junk mail anymore. Um, yeah, imagine getting a hundred-year-old postcard. I'd be mind blown. Uh, let me take a sip. Um, I'd be mind blown. I mean, I love historical stuff. I think it's all very awesome to see. Um, and reading this article earlier was saying that the United States Post Office actually. This can happen a lot. If it gets lost in circulation at the facility, it gets transferred around even year to year to the new facilities. So they just obviously take everything, box it up, put it, bring it to another facility. Um, but they said this happens once in a blue moon where packages and stuff, we hate that. The packages aren't received for a while, but this postcard wasn't received for a hundred years. And apparently they stay in circulation, like I said, and this girl received the uh, letter to her address she thought I thought it. She said I thought it was very peculiar that I was receiving a postcard because nobody sends postcards anymore nowadays. Hey, we still buy postcards. We just don't send them. If you send them, shout out to you. Send me a postcard because that'd be awesome. I'd be very excited to receive a postcard. I don't care where you live. Just I want a postcard. I'd be down to get a postcard. Oh, <laughs> please send me one. I'd love that. So the card reads, "Dear cousins, hope hope to find hope that this will find you all well." Older English, so it's going to be weird to read. We are quite well, but mother has awful lame knees. Her knees are lame. Never knew that was a term used that way. Lame knees. My knees are lame. I guess my knees are lame. Couldn't tell you. Um, it's awful cold here. 
Just finished my history lesson and I'm going to bed pretty soon. My father is shaving and my mother is telling me your address. Very meta. Very meta of her or him to say, uh, yeah, Flossie, so it's a, a female. Uh, very interesting and meta of them to say that mother is telling me the address as I'm writing this. Why wouldn't mother wait to tell you the address? I've, I have no clue. <laughs> mother is telling me your address and I will have to close, I will, I will have to close for a night. Hope grandma and grandpa are uh, well. Don't forget to write us. Ray gets his pants fixed yet. Ray get his pants fixed yet. It's, what? Don't forget to write us. Roy, yeah, get his pants fixed yet. Oh, maybe it was a question. Roy get his pants fixed yet? Did he? Are Roy's pants fixed? Uh -huh. Signed by Flossie Burgess. Card is a Halloween theme that includes a black cat holding a, holding a broom, a black cat holding a broom. I know uh, black cats use brooms. Uh, a bat, a goose, and an owl, along with a woman with a cane and a jack-o'-lantern in a witch's hat. George Washington one-cent stamp on the back and smudge postcard that says Jamestown, but the state appears to be covered by some kind of sticker. Uh, spokesperson from the Postal Office told CNN that in most cases, these incidents do not involve mail that had been lost in our network and later found. What we typically find is that old letters or sometimes posters of fleet bought at flea markets and then the people that bought them uh, send them out later after they receive them. So say you went to like a antique shop around here you bought a desk, had a postcard in it, someone will put it in the mailbox. Don't know why. Uh, they'll put it in the mailbox and it'll obviously then go to the address that it was intended for a hundred years later. But in this case, they said that it literally was just lost in the system. I find that very interesting. I don't know. I thought it was a fun little article. She actually has, the girl said that she has two ladies that are helping her look into the genealogy. Uh, they apparently do have someone that it may be their family members postcard. So they're trying to get it to them, which would be really cool to have, you know, something of your uh, historical higher ups, your, your uh, higher up in the generations. But yeah, that article I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, the next article we will be talking about is the we're going to go. We're going to leave the Phillies for last because go Phillies and also go birds today. The Eagles are playing for the first time this season. Very excited. Go birds. Eagles jersey's too big, so I threw on the Phillies. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna leave the Phillies for last, but we're, now we're gonna talk about the Louis V face shield. So there's a face shield by Louis Vuitton. Once again, sorry for looking down. I wanna get my iPad up here so I can, but then the camera shakes too much. <laughs> Louis Vuitton coronavirus inspired face shield to sell for just under $1,000. Yes, you heard it first here, folks. $1,000, just under, sorry, $961. But with shipping, I, if you order it online, then it's probably going to be close to $1,000. I'll throw a picture of the uh, photo on the article, right? You know, we're going to throw it here. I hope that works in uh, in post, but we'll see. <laughs> but for the people that are listening to the podcast, it's a normal style face shield. It has like embroidered uh, leather around like you've seen the full face shields with the screens on them it's got like embroidered leather around and then as the helmet part it's louis v and it goes around like a visor sort of style and it's got you know you can lift it up and down very weird very weird for 961 dollars didn't take long for fast makes fast makes face masks as you guys know i can't speak I'm trying 
Um, face masks and PPE too, which is personal protective equipment. Cam Major right here. Everybody should know that by now. Um, to become a fashion statement and status symbol when it became when the virus became widespread in March. Louis V is just one of the latest designers to make PPE and it's luxury. Italian label Fendi sells an anti-pollution face mask that has worn, been worn by stars uh, like Bella Hadid. Gucci de uh, debuted a similar monogram print of his own. $4,000 gold face mask. Why? I mean, I have like three face masks. One of them is a handkerchief I have in my car just in case. I have like a normal just military green one and I have one from the gym I go to. Ah, why do we need 1000 The fact that people are trying to show off amidst a pandemic. What? What? Why are you going to spend $1,000 on a face shield when you can just get one from like anywhere? All mine. I mean, they're selling boxes of face masks now. They're finally back in stock. Same with toilet paper. Finally back in stock. Why do you need... I... Blows my mind that people spend money on these kind of things. Like, yeah, I spent money on a microphone and a desk, but that was worth it. A face shield? For $961? Why? Why, people? Just why? What's the, what is the point of owning a Louis V face I I guess the only reason I would say I would own it is for like historical purposes to be like, hey, this is a Louis V face shield. The fact that this was a thing back in the day is insane. That's the only thing I could think of saying. I have no clue otherwise why people would be spending their money on this sort of thing. I love slurping my drink. It's very nice. It also tastes good. So, there's that. Yeah, I, I just wanted to throw that article in there because I thought it was funny and interesting because the fact that that is a thing during the pandemic, I, blows my mind, people. Um, side note, I hope you guys enjoy the music in the background of this. We put like a smooth jazz music, almost like you're at a coffee shop with me, except it's in my room at my desk. But yeah, it's supposed to be like you're relaxing, chilling with me, enjoying. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it though. Shout out to Bryce for doing that. Love the idea. Most podcasts are silent in the back. I thought I'd switch it up and throw a little stuff in the back to allow for that awkward silence to not be there. Hopefully you guys enjoy that little music. Uh, I love it when I listen to it and post it. It's just, it's relaxing. You know, keeps the podcast flowing nicely. So now we're going to end on the article about Philly's pitcher, uh, Wheeler. Phillies may, I put on my notes, have created the weirdest circumstance ever. And I still agree with that. Yeah, so Phillies, Zach Wheeler, uh, Joe Girardi, our coach, if you're not familiar with the Phillies, said, you can't make this up. And I agree. You can't make this situation that has occurred up. The fact that it's a thing is insane. So all of a sudden, Zach Wheeler got placed on the injured list. Even if you're not a sports fan, it's still very funny to listen to this. So hold on. Just stick around. He put They put him on injured list, and everybody's wondering why. First time when people were put on the injured list, especially right now, people think immediately they got COVID. Most times that's not the case because they have to announce that. He was put on the injured list and not said why. So then, like, a few days later, they, they come out with it and say, Wheeler, I'm still... I, I'm impressed that this happened. Wheeler lost his balance, okay, while putting on his jeans Wednesday night. Yes, he was putting on his jeans. He then lost balance. His nail of his pitching hand then caught the lip of the belt buckle area of his pants, particularly lifted, this may sound gross, sorry for those that get skied out quick, 
lifted his nail off of his uh, finger, like his nail bed, like completely off of his finger, then caused bleeding, obviously, and soreness, obviously. Philly's training staff has then reached out two specialists in an effort to prevent Wheeler from losing the nail, and as of Friday afternoon, I don't know how you do that, I guess, if it's like a giant hangnail, your entire nail, you just kind of bandage it and leave it there? I don't know. I think it's very odd. The, the, the circumstances just, that this happened in, it sounds like a whole Eagles thing. If you guys know the Eagles, everything goes wrong with the Eagles. Someone pulls a muscle and they're out for two weeks. I mean, we're already starting the season off today with, I think, six people on injured list, and most of them are, are first line. It's a Philadelphia thing, I guess. Yeah, so they brought him uh, to the trainers, and as of Friday afternoon, the team was not certain whether Wheeler would be able to properly grip the ball and throw. Judge Roddy initially hoped Wheeler would be available in rotation as soon as Monday, but Wheeler's status is very much in question. It depends on how he responds to treatment and the soreness of what happens to the nail. Yeah, I'm putting my head down for that one, because why? Why? Why does this happen to only Philadelphia teams? The the weirdest crap possible happens to our team members. And now the game's all thrown off because of, you know, I don't know. Don't know. But they, uh, <laughs> I just read here, he says, uh, he's dealt with an issue in which the fingernail becomes partially disconnected from the nail bed due to his pitch grip virtually every year since junior year of high school. This man needs to fix his pitch grip. If this is what happens on a regular basis that you're, or you got to trim your nails, dude. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it says here that he, uh, he has seen specialists for his nails. Nail techs. I guess. <laughs> He's used nail hardener to prevent cracking and basically learn to manage the discomfort over the years. I mean, it sucks that that hurts, and especially if you're a pitcher and your nail's always bothering you. Like, I mean, even if you, like, hurt your toe, you can't walk. Or, like, when you hurt your finger. I don't know why I use toe in circumstance. But if you hurt your finger, you, it hurts. I understand that. But the fact that this is a circumstance, why doesn't he just, like, tape his thumb? I guess because of the grip? I don't know. I've had a couple of close calls where it's almost gotten called on things. The other day, finally happened. Yeah, Zach Wither. We see it finally happened. Wheeler cannot afford any guesses as to whether he'd be able to throw, to put enough pressure on the finger to throw this season. So he might he might not throw again at all this season because he put on his jeans and was all, it reminds me of almost like a movie. Like when they, you know, they kind of jump into the jeans and lose their balance. So like when you can't, you have like skinny jeans and they can't pull them up and they fall over. People do. I'm going to do everything possible to pitch this year, Wheeler said. Honestly, I don't know. I guess we'll just wait and see. My goal is to get out there as soon as possible. Uh, whether it hurts a little or, or it hurts a little bit or it isn't all the way healed, doesn't matter. My goal is to get out there and pitch. I'm glad he wants to get out there and pitch, but dude, we gotta figure out this whole nail situation. Visit your nail techs. My sister goes to her nail salon. My girlfriend goes to her nail salon. I could send you there. Manny Petty, maybe it'll harden up your nail, but I don't, I don't know. It's a Philadelphia team. I'm not surprised. Not surprised one bit. I... <sighs> I don't know, people. I'm just... The fact that this is an, a normal circumstance on Philadelphia teams to get hurt in the weirdest way humanly possible, very odd. But 
that's that's about it for this week's episode. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed. Uh, I'll be posting hopefully a new coffee recipe this week. Um, hopefully I get this whole desk set up. We'll have the, the view over there maybe next week, depending on when I record. Uh, the new microphone should be in for the next episode, though, because it's definitely coming this week, so I'll have it for this next episode. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast still. Uh, like I said, if you have any suggestions, uh, send, feel free to send me a DM. I have my email hooked up to there. I don't know if any people, any of you guys are email people. Feel free to send me a postcard. If you want my address, Instagram DM me. I might set up a little, how, depending on how expensive it is, if this grows a small P.O. box uh, where you can send me like postcards. Because that'd be really fun if you guys sent me postcards or uh, sent me like postcards with your favorite coffee on there. Just saying hi. I don't know. Something cool, something different. I just thought of that idea. So we might make that a thing. We'll see, depending on how far the listenership goes. Uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed. I had my snapback on this week. Thought I'd switch it up. Uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Leave a five-star review, as always, in the podcast format down below. Show notes. Uh, check those for all the links to my uh, certain things. Uh, maybe doing merch soon, hopefully. We'll see how that goes. If you guys want it, let me know. Uh, send this to your friends. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Give it a few views. Let it run in the background on your computer. Enjoy. If you leave this podcast running in the background, that gives me more accounts, and it also higher uh, brings up my account on the podcast. Uh, what do you call them? Podcast like media sites. So more people will see it. It'll become more. It's almost like YouTube. I don't know if you guys know YouTube. If you view the videos more or like them in a certain amount of time, it brings them higher up. Almost like Instagram. If you like the photo and comment, and so people say that brings it up higher in the feed. Uh, go visit on YouTube, go subscribe, put on post notifications, do the same on Instagram, follow, uh, put on post notifications, be ready for every episode weekly, Monday mornings. You guys know 6am every week, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I'll see you next week on episode 14 with a new microphone and hopefully sounding way better than this current setup. Uh, but yeah, enjoy your week guys. I'll see you on episode 14. Peace.